0: what up boys and ghouls welcome back to r no sleep where i read creepy scary and downright messed up stories today's episode contains profanity and blood so if that's not your thing feel free to check out and come back to an episode better suited for you this story is titled the people in the trees it's a two-parter so sit back relax And get ready for your skin to crawl. I'm posting this because I need to tell someone about the last time I saw my best friend, Jason. Back in high school, Jason and I were inseparable. We took all the same classes, went to the smoker's pit at lunch for our midday cigarettes and occasional joint, Skipped classes together, and since he lived next door, we even hung out with each other every morning and night. That was until the middle of 12th grade. See, 12th grade was when Jason started dating Patricia. Patricia was one of your typical quiet girls who always had her nose stuck in a book. Her looks were very plain, but she was wicked smart, and when you got to know her, you realized she was one of the nicest people. In new relationship fashion, he began to change. He quit smoking because she asked him to, started pulling his bootstraps up in classes so no more screwing around or skipping. Each night he'd go to her house to study, but knowing her, they probably actually studied. This left before school and weekends for us. That was until he started meeting her before school and bringing her breakfast and spending weekends with her reading and hanging out with her family. It hurt, but... I understood this happened with new relationships and high schoolers in general. It had been two months since they started dating and three weeks since the last time we hung out when he showed up at my house. He climbed up to my window at 3am, knocking loud enough to wake me up, and even though he did it frantically, he was soft enough not to disturb my parents. I let him into my room and I asked him what's up. Jason had a crazed look in his eyes, almost as if he was about to become unhinged. They're gonna get me, man. They're gonna get me, he frantically told me. I grabbed him by his shoulders and asked what the hell was going on and who was going to get him. The people in the trees. This was when I started thinking, with him sounding this crazy, he must have been having a terrible high. Hey, hey, you're safe. You're safe here. Why don't you come lay down? I'll get you some orange juice and I'll help you ride this thing out. I tried to reassure him. He turned back around, staring out my window at the tree outside. A gentle breeze blew the branches ever so slightly. Jason got up running towards the window. He started screaming, It's not safe! It's not safe! Over and over and over again. He suddenly jumped out of the window two stories. When I made it to the ledge, he was already limping and running away. My parents came in because of Jason's screaming. I wasn't about to rat him out, but I was worried given his state. They went over to his parents, and when they hadn't seen him... The four of them called the police. It's been five years now since that night. Even with all the searches, news reports, and Facebook posts, no one's seen him. That was until yesterday. I was doing some hike in a national park, a few hundred kilometers from where I last saw Jason. I do this a few times a year, just to de-stress, so I know this place pretty well. This time, I decided to take a secret trail that only regulars of the park know. It's always quiet and comes to a beautiful scenic waterfall. During my hike, as I reached the bend in the path that led to the last little bit of the trail, I heard slurping and tearing noises coming from up ahead. I knew there were bears in the forest, which is why I always came prepared with bear spray. I pulled it out of my backpack and proceeded forward cautiously. I came across a clearing while hiding behind some brush. In front of me, I could see someone on the ground. They looked like a hiker from the boots they were wearing. Someone in severely tattered clothes was hunched over the top half of the body, with their back to me. I called out, asking if they needed help, as from what I could see, it looked like there was an accident. When the hunched-over figure turned around, my stomach dropped to the floor. Jason? I asked, surprised. He didn't respond. His black, sunken eyes pierced into mine. It was Jason! His facial features looked the same as they did the day that he ran away from me, but his skin was dried and peeling, almost translucent in some places. Blood covered his mouth and neck, and he had little bones jutting out of his forehead, reminiscent of a crown. I stared at him, and then I stared past him, at the half-eaten corpse behind him. What the fuck is going on, Jason? I screamed. As I turned, ready to run away, a man and a woman jumped out, blocking my path. They both had the dry, peeling skin and wore tattered clothes. The man's nose looked like it had been ripped off and had scarred over, whereas the woman had a jagged bone piercing through her jaw. I backed up as fear gripped me, tripping on something and falling back. I cracked my head open on a rock and I passed out. I woke up for a split second with the man and the woman knelt over me, with hunger in their black, soulless eyes, and then again when Jason pulled them off of me. When I finally woke up, for good, it was pitch black outside. I got up and ran as fast as I could back to my car. I made the truck in two hours when it would usually take three. Rustling followed me a little bit off the path all the way until I exited the forest. I got in my car, turning it on. As the headlights reached the tree line, I could see Jason standing there, staring, making sure I left. I know Jason had pulled those creatures away from me, saving my life, and I'm pretty sure he protected me all the way back. My best friend protected me even when he wasn't fully him anymore. I don't know what to think of this. I put in an anonymous tip into the police when I got back, about where the hiker's body was. But I knew if I said anything else, no one would believe me. So I'm turning to you guys to at least tell what no one else will believe. Hello, everyone. My name is Patricia. Yes, that Patricia. Jason's girlfriend from the story before? Recounting his disappearance? I guess his reappearance. I recently received a letter and a GoPro, tucked away in my mailbox. The letter told me to watch the video on the GoPro and then to post what happened here, so the world would know the continuation. I'm not really sure who left the note here or where Danielle or Jason are, so I'll give you an update on what the video showed me. Oh, I read the first part of this, which is absolutely terrifying by the way, and I need to find some things so you know I had nothing to do with Jason's disappearance. He came over after school and all we did was have supper and study. He was here until 11 p.m., kissed me goodnight, and walked home completely sober. My parents were also asleep at that time, so I'm 99% sure they had nothing to do with it. I haven't heard anything from Jason in all these years. Honestly, this is a complete shock. I hadn't even thought of either of them in such a long time. So, here's what I saw when I watched it. The video starts with Danielle staring into the camera and saying, I took your guys' request to come and find out what happened to my friend and see if there's any humanity left. Wish me luck. The camera pans to the woods. I'm pretty sure he had a GoPro attached to his forehead by the angle of it. He begins walking down the path, scanning the tree lines and looking for anything he might see. About 30 minutes later, the camera shuts off. I'm guessing he needed to charge it here. It pops back on and you can tell it's been a few hours by the dimness of the sun. His breathing is rough as he looks over at a huge oak tree. Hung from the branches, there seems to be little wood figurines in the shapes of people. What the fuck are these? She says. A twig snaps somewhere in the distance and she looks around, trying to pinpoint where it came from. There's a big shadow in the distance moving through the bush. Danielle takes off, veering from the path and running deeper into the woods. I think she's being chased by something, or someone, as she keeps glancing around and looking back into the trees. All you can hear is the pounding of her feet and her fear-laced breathing. It began to grow darker outside as she started to slow down. Through the gasps, she says, I think whatever that was isn't following me anymore. I packed a tent, so I'm gonna go set it up for the night, because I can't keep this up any longer. If anything happens during the night, I'll turn my camera on. If not, I'll talk to you guys in the morning. The camera turns back on as Danielle fixes it back onto her head. Light is filtering through the fabric of the tent. Looks like nothing must have happened during the night. She unzips the door and begins to step out. Looking around, she gasps and yells, Fuck! In the trees are hundreds of little wooden people. The camera pans around following her head as she looks all around. There's literally numerous of these things on each branch. She doesn't even pack up her tent supplies as she runs away from there. I hoped towards her car. She actually stumbled and fell during her escape. If she felt anything like I did when this happened, extreme fear and panic must have caught hold of her. She says fuck a few times and looks towards the side. Three figures stand there. I don't even know how to describe them. Scarred, riddled faces, deep, black eyes, and something was up with their skin. Danielle said almost translucent in her recountings, and I see what she meant. They had these bones sticking out of different parts of their faces. It was completely unnerving. Scrambling up, Danielle ran again. It wasn't just her feet I heard running across the forest floor. She looked around. They were following her. Looking forward, she spots two more, so she changes directions and keeps running. Grunts rang out from her as they continued their chase. She gets about a hundred meters, and there in front of her is another one. I had to pause it here, because in front of her was a familiar face. If you have to take away whatever transformation happened to him, it was Jason. I pressed play, and as soon as I do, you can see Jason shaking his head as if to say, Why the fuck did you come back? Danielle stopped right in front of him and said, Jason, please, I'm only here to- A loud crack sounds out and Danielle starts to tumble forward. The camera falls off her head, flipping over, showing these creatures, circling her. In the trees, little people were hanged, swinging in the breeze. I had to slow down to see them, but they were there. The GoPro landed and stopped, squarely looking over her face. Pain and fear gripped her features and blood poured out of their nose and swollen, cracked lip. Her head bounced around as if something was happening to her body. I almost shut it off as her raspy breathing slowed and her puffy eyes began to close. But the camera was picked up, and when it flipped around, the grisly face of Jason looked into it. You could see the pain for his closest friend in the darkened eyes as the camera shut off. This was a lot to process. I mulled over if I actually wanted to post this as I wrote it. But it needs to get out there so no one else gets hurt. I'm going to bring the video to the police in case they have any information on what happened, so I can write an update before I post this. Update. Guys, I'm a little scared right now. I just came back from the police station. They took my statement and the video and I'm pretty sure they don't believe me and they think I made a horror movie. As I was coming into my driveway, I noticed something twisting hanging on my tree. I went to go look at it, and it's one of those wooden figurines. I ripped it off and threw it into some bushes, but what could this mean? It was not there when I left, so I'm hoping, no praying, it's just a coincidence. This story reminds me a lot of the Blair Witch Project don't you guys think? Thanks for listening, boys and ghouls, and I hope you found this story as creepy as I did. Don't forget to subscribe and click the notification button so you get updates for the newest daily creepy story. As always, the author of this story will be credited in the description. Feel free to send them some love over on Reddit, and I'll see you on the other side. Bye!